Welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about how it takes a village to raise children. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about how it takes a village of people to raise our children. You know, part of the impetus for this episode is uh, there has been a uh, passing of someone close to the family, and I'll do some other episodes here in the near future that you'll hear about this. But the outpouring of support for this young mom and this family that uh, suddenly passed has been pretty amazing to me. Uh, If you're listening to me for the first time, uh, I was abandoned by my father at age five. Um, I was in a large family. Uh, Without going into details, I always said I was the baby of 10. Uh, So there was a lot of kids to take care of. And and through divorce and having a single mom, uh, as I get older, I'm starting to recognize that you know, my family was in survival mode. Uh, we needed the necessities covered before we could worry about uh, what our life purpose was or, uh, you know, how we're going to give back to the community. We were trying to fend for ourselves. So, to watch it take a village, and I imagine my mother had a ton of support that I don't even necessarily know about. Uh, what I do know about growing up is uh, I know I spent a lot of time at friends' houses, at sleepovers. Um, you know, as adults, we recognize when a child needs some help and we just do it without making them feel uncomfortable in any way. And what I'm realizing is uh, I'm getting an opportunity right now. Listen, it takes a village. Um, I'm getting an opportunity right now where one of my son's best friends happened to have lost his mom at age eight. And his dad's going to need a ton of support. But how can we support? We can make it as normal as possible um, for my son's friend. Does that mean more sleepovers? Does that mean taking him to the ball game with us to give dad a break? Does that mean, what does that look like? And uh, in, in something he said to me, he says, you know, I don't know what I don't know right now uh, when we were at the service. He's right, he doesn't know and I don't know. All I know is I have an opportunity to give back when so many people were pouring into me. but. You may be saying, well, listen, that's that's a passing and not all of us are going to have to deal with that. Um, but I'm going to tell you, you don't have to, you know, 
take a kid in or more sleepovers or anything like I'm describing or, or what my life may look like going forward. It's as simple as you watch a kid at a grocery store losing it on his mom or she is losing it on her mom. And I often will walk up to him and I'll say, you know, you look so much better with a smile on your face. We'd love to see that smile. The kids stop crying and they kind of look at you and they look at mom and mom will kind of like look and smile at them and then they kind of smile and they stop their crying. You know, it takes a village because they don't realize they're just mom's the only person or dad's the only person that they're trying to get the attention or they're having their tantrum with. And for us to reach out in a kind way, not judging each other as parents because it's, it's tough, right? It takes a village to plant these seeds of, oh, wow, other people are looking. Or if, uh, uh, you know, I, I remember coaching soccer for my, my uh, oldest one a few years back. And the, the coach couldn't make that game. So I filled in as coach for a bunch of five-year-olds. And I'm just running up and down the field laughing and, and uh, you know, trying to encourage them. And the ball kind of went to the other side of the field. And I sprint to the other side of the field like somebody kicked it. And there was this one lonely kid on the other side of the field, opposite team. And I started running towards him. I was like, kick it, kick it. I'm not his coach. I'm the other team's coach. You could obviously see he was shy. And he kicks it in the goal. And I start celebrating like crazy with him. And as we put the ball back on the, on, on the uh, field, one of the dads from the other team, he says, coach, coach, I, I need to get your name. I need my kid playing for your team. It, that wasn't his kid. It, it, he was just, my kid needs to play on your team. I said, why? He, because you're having fun. And I want my kid to have fun right now. And there's a lot of other coaches out here not having fun. And I was like, wow. And I'm in my own little world. But I'm impacting their lives by positive reinforcement, positive words, words of encouragement. And I, and I think those little things from the outside force, outside of our own parents, it takes a village. You know, I remember last year at the beginning of the school year, we went to uh, the open house night at school. And one of the other parents saw me and says, oh, do you like this, the teachers? We have, we have two every year because he, uh, he does what's called dual language immersion where he speaks Spanish half the day and English half the day. So he's learning both. We're really blessed to have that. And I said, um, I, I don't really know. I just met them. I said, but it really doesn't matter to me. And, and the mom looks at me and she says, why does it not matter to you? Because one, I like to focus on what I can control and I can only control what I have at home. And it's not these teachers' responsibility uh, to make sure my kid learns. It's my responsibility. So I imagine they're going to follow their curriculum and I'm going to be here to support them in following that curriculum. But I'm fully confident that we're going to do what's necessary at home regardless of the teacher to impact him. See, our teachers are part of our village, but they're not 
the village. We, as parents, need to fully respect and take on our role. And the village is our support system. But it takes a village. And I'll tell you, growing up with, with, with what seemed to be not much of a village, I've grown up to, and I was taught to be very independent. But as I grow older, and I build teams around me, whether that's teams of parents, business teams, you know, this podcast doesn't get out there without a lot of help and a lot of assistance um, and a lot of encouragement. And that's my team who helps me do that. Uh, You, an audience, when I get feedback, you feed this. You're part of my team. You're part of my village. So as I get older and I start looking at community coming together, surround yourself, parents. Listen, surround yourself. See, I don't know jack about parenting, but I know this thing is hard. I know this thing is difficult. And I know with other perspectives, we can make things a little easier. Uh, Again, having dinner with one of my son's friends, parents, right? Some other parents and the kids get along really well and we get along as parents had dinner over their house the other day and they're just kind of sharing some of the challenges they're having with their son that's the same age as mine. And he says, you know, lately he's been pretty disrespectful. You'd think he was a teenager. He's got a little mouth on him. And, and, and even more than that, we'll send him to his room or something for some quiet time to think on it. And he slams doors. I don't know what to do. And I said, oh, I know what I would do. Now, not that I have this challenge. So what would you do? I said, well, you don't like door slamming, right? He goes, no. Uh, I said, and, and I'm sure he likes his privacy. That's why he slams the door. He's like, yeah. I said, well, he doesn't get his privacy or the opportunity to slam a door if there's no door. I would just personally, I'd take it off the hinge and see how much he likes not having his own private space. And they're like, oh, I love that idea. I said, yeah, dad, you're handy. You know how to take that door off the hinge real easy. Go for it. Take the pins. The kid's not going to be able to put that thing back on. And he's like, I go, he goes, for how long? I said, how long do you think it's going to take? He goes, a day? I said, I would do two weeks personally. There's no pain in one day. And he was like, I said, but you have to stick to it. I go, but without a door to slam, and the next time he thinks about slamming a door when he gets it back, he's gonna go, oh, I better not slam it because I'm not gonna get it for two weeks. But if it's a day, that's not enough on a kid's radar to be even worried about it. So it takes a village of ideas and perspectives and outside looking in. So find your village, find those people you trust, find those people who have like values like you because Again, I don't know jack about parenting. I just know this is the most difficult and the most important job I've ever had. And I want a support system around me that gets it and wants it as badly as I do and gives me great ideas as I bounce great ideas off of them. And you know what? If the shoe fits, right, you wear it. And if the shoe doesn't, you could just throw it away. So if you get some advice from somebody, you're like, hmm. I could see how that works for your family, but not mine. You don't even have to say those words. You just go, wow, tell me how that pans out for you. 
Just bounce ideas. And I'm telling you, some will stick and some won't. But without a village, you're stuck in your own mind and your own world. So for those of you who listen to this podcast regularly, thank you. Right? I hope you're uh, you're obviously getting something out of it. For those of you who have not listened to it yet, do yourself a favor. I come up with all kinds of crazy ideas, but I'm just sharing my journey as I see it. And if you get one nugget, you know, that serves you, it's that better than not getting any nuggets. And I do, and I will admit, I have some out of the box thinking, such as taking the whole door off. But in my experience, a lot of these things have been really effective. So go build your village and work together to make an amazing community. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had at BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.